Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joining us from Montreal is Conservative Senator Leo Housakos. Senator, thank you very much for the time. How are you? I'm well, Mr. Green. Thank you for having me on. It's great to talk to you. Can I just, first of all, get your thoughts on what's going on in this country today? I understand there's a protest in Montreal as well. We just heard Amanda Conley and a young man from Hamilton, Matt, who's in Ottawa. What's your sense of what's happening? Well, what's happening right across this country uh, has been a, a slow but rap, but, but a, but a buildup that we've seen now for a number of months. And, of course, it's, uh, it's culminated with the convoy uh, protest in Ottawa. But the truth of the matter is there's a sense of frustration right across this country. Uh, in terms of what our current government in Ottawa is doing. Mr. Trudeau has really stoked the flames of this, uh, of this frustration, and it's with uh, misguided policies, pinning one group of Canadians against the next. And, I, and I'm, I'm afraid, I'm very afraid, that this is just the beginning of more disruptions to come, because we have right now the state of affairs in Canada is growing inflation. We see unemployment now creeping up. We see uh, governments having told Canadians that if we vaccinate and fully vaccinate, that is gonna, we're going to ex- expedite getting back into some kind of normalcy, and clearly they're proving to be wrong. And furthermore, and Trudeau has to take full responsibility for this, consistent inconsistency we've had over the last two years in dealing with this COVID crisis. Uh, let me ask you about the Conservative Party. It's been quite a week for the party. I think many Canadians were surprised that almost, it appeared sudden that uh, Aaron O'Toole was no longer the leader of the party, and he's been out quickly and, and reluctantly. What do Canadians need to understand about what went on within the Conservative Party of Canada, which saw the departure of Mr. O'Toole in the way that it happened? Well, Mr. Green, you know, in democracy and in elections, uh, victory has many fathers and, and defeat is an orphan. Uh, unfortunately, in the last election, we won the plurality of votes uh, for a second election in a row. Unfortunately, though, we had a status quo, uh, and we, we've seen uh, the Trudeau government, uh, an intellectually and, and ethically bankrupt Trudeau government, get reelected. And um, it's unfortunate, but the truth of the matter, the buck always stops at the top. And we can blame Mr. O'Toole for some things, and we, he can take credit for others. But uh, the leader of the Conservative Party, unfortunately, bared the brunt um, of criticism from our party membership, our caucus, and, um, and clearly the caucus came to the determination that we needed new leadership, a renewed leadership, and a new approach um, for the good of the country and the good of the party. So I felt that Mr. O'Toole had become a little too thin-skinned. I criticized him on the air, and that was the end of uh, him appearing on this program. Even his media people don't bother to respond. As soon as I leveled a criticism, they went uh, they went dark on me. But I appreciate your being on. But there was also Mr. O'Toole uh, banning Senator Denise Batters, who you know well, a colleague of yours in the Senate, from the caucus because she asked for a leadership review early. Uh, the caucus, your Senate caucus, accepted her. That said to me, there's some real issues in that party. Well, there's no doubt. Like I said, after the, the election defeat, uh, you have to come to terms with, uh, with why and how and how you can go forward to make changes. Um, uh, there's no hiding the fact, and I'll be quite public about it. I was one of those voices that 
uh, is suggested to the leader at the time, O'Toole, to move up the leadership review after an electoral defeat. The party membership uh, deserved the right to speak uh, on the leadership of the party. Uh, Senator Batters, who is a good friend and a very respected conservative colleague, uh, she moved forward uh, as a member of the party, a petition which she had the right calling to move up uh, the convention. Uh, and in the end, she was vindicated because I think that was the overwhelming view of the majority in the party in terms of our membership. And in the end, the caucus came to the same conclusion that pushing back and uh, avoiding a review after an electoral defeat was just not in the best interest uh, of the party. And unfortunately, it led to... Uh, or maybe fortunately, time will tell, it led mm-hmm. to a call for, for leadership change. Yeah. By the way, I've always appreciated the fact that you're willing to speak and that you're straightforward, Senator. There's a lot of questions about the uh, the need for and the relevance of the Senate. I would say that you're a very relevant person within the government of this country, so I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, that, and, and really it's one of the privileges and benefits we have in the upper chamber because of our... Uh, tenure, uh, we are free to, to say what we think, and I think it's imperative that politicians uh, in the Senate take advantage of that. And I think those in the House of Commons as well have to, I think, both conservatives and, and all other politicians have to uh, start recognizing that we need to start talking to our constituents, listening to stakeholders in this country, and stop governing using focus groups and polling uh, and taking decisions on political expediency. I, I think democracy is a fabulous tool. Yeah. And when we allow it to work, I think it, it works beautifully. But we have to start listening uh, to our constituents, and we should not be afraid uh, to have an open and frank debate about very difficult issues. And by the way, that's what's going on right now in the Conservative Caucus. Some people will see this division as, as an anathema. I actually embrace it. I think through open, frank uh, discussion and debate, you come to a consensus, and it's a healthy thing for democracy. And I think the Conservative Party in a few months will come out stronger for it. Well, you need to know what Canadians expect of you, and I'm sure the research is being done or has been done. Let me ask you this. I have two quick questions for you as we wrap up. What are your thoughts on the continuing COVID restrictions? We're hearing, you know, Premier Kenny is going to be telling us that next week he's going to be talking about a timetable to end restrictions in, uh, in, in, in Alberta. Premier Mo has talked to us about restrictions in Saskatchewan. What's your thought on that? Look, uh, government has to be consistent, and the Conservative Party on this, we have been consistent. Uh, first of all, I want to highlight for your listeners that just about everybody in the Conservative House of Commons caucus and Senate caucus were vaccinated. We believe that vaccines is the best way in order to mitigate uh, dealing with this terrible disease. But by the same token, we believe in liberty, we believe in choice, and we believe in persuasion. And if the government can't persuade people to get vaccinated, you can't force them. We're not living in a democracy, and it's unfair that Prime Minister Trudeau is trying to create the us versus them um, uh, situation, even though the them happen to be 15% of individuals for a variety of reasons are vaccine hesitant. And okay. Mr. Mr. You know, the Prime Minister says we're all in this together. Well, we conservatives, we believe that we have to be all together in this. And right. you can't force people by taxing and browbeating them into getting vaccinated. That's not Senator- going to build immunity. I literally have 10 seconds. Tell me, do you have concern about violence at these rallies and protests today? Do you think it's going to be a, the predictions will be a self-fulfilling prophecy? My message to, to the protesters is the following. The Conservative Party has heard you. It's unfortunate that the Trudeau government refuses to hear you out and meet with you. But okay. allow democracy to work. Allow our institutions to go to work. Don't Senator- have 
That's that's my message. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 